We used to call him. Oh, oh Because that's what we used to do. Please, get out of here. Yeah, what's good? It's your boy South 706. This is KTSP <laughs> 61. We're just vibing right now. I'm looking for this uh, infamous Diddy video about the roaches. I think I found it. I can't find this video to save my life, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, we'll get to that later, but <clears throat> who in the comments? Who is this? Oh, what's up, Chan? Gang, gang. I like to see our black queen showering and staying fresh. I mean, I respect that. Um, <laughs> But now while we wait for our, our other esteemed guest. Uh, shout out to AC3 Savage and El Chapa who were out and about this week. Um, let's talk about nil, right? <clears throat> Name, image, and likenesses, right? Uh, I didn't really pay attention to it because I heard some rumblings about like as far as the laws with that, but heard a couple podcasts talk about it, and I was like, wow, this is pretty interesting. Um, so if you're not aware of the nil, name, image, and likenesses, it's pretty much allowing college athletes to be compensated for them being them, right? So for example, I can't name a single college player right now because I don't care about college football, but um, who's the next big guy? Who's coming up in the draft next year? Uh, I don't know about next year, but like, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was the last guy, I would say. Okay, so let's pretend Trevor Lawrence is still in college right now. So if the local, let's say McDonald's in Clemson want to sponsor him, they can pay him to represent their McDonald's and they can pay him whatever they want to. And the NCAA can't do anything about it. So, but I mean, realistically, the big name guys like quarterbacks probably get higher endorsements. But I've heard like linemen getting endorsements to like buffets. Um, <clears throat> the entire University of Miami is sponsored by an MMA gym, and they all collect a five hundred dollar check per month yes. to do to do nothing. I, I mean, I respect it, but I kind of like that 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 avenue has been open, even though the NCAA well, is kind of sliding. Open but, legally. Open legally. Yeah, that's been there. <laughs> Giving some bags away, but I mean, the NCAA still is making money hand over fist over these uh, athletes and, and players. So um, I'm curious what the numbers will look like next year because uh, the guys that uh, uh, NCAA fans and college fans used to deny these athletes money is that once they become paid, they lose their quote unquote passion for the game and it's going to ruin the sport. And it's going to turn into a watered down NFL. So I'm curious if the numbers dip this year because now, I mean, they're getting paid. So you guys said you stop watching. Like Dabo Sweeney said famously that he would consider retiring <laughs> if these oh young men and women started collecting money. So I'm curious if they keep that same energy, which I 100% doubt. But shout out to the players, man. It's a, what a time to be alive as a college athlete, man. Because like even if you're not getting any playing time, like the guys in Miami, as long as you're a scholarship athlete, you're getting a $500 check. Like, that's great. I respect that. Yeah. I mean, you can pretty much go anywhere and make money off of your name and likeness. Like, being a 
football player, like you can have, you can probably open up a camp. Um, if you're say, because I was thinking about the uh, the Georgia Bulldogs and how they had Quavo on the sideline. Say Quavo wants to have an after party after after a big game. Now you can put some of these athletes on the flyers. You pay them to you know promote your album or whatever on their Instagram, and they can come to the club, do a walkthrough, collect the bag. Like this is good for everybody around. Like these kids making money is not a bad thing. It's it's only going to be well. These kids making money the legal way is good. There's no, I don't see any downside to it. And I mean, if you're looking at it from of, well, what's what is the backup left tackle going to do when he's not making enough money? You know, when he's not making quarterback money and probably do the same thing the backup left tackle in the NFL is doing when he's not making enough money. Do your fucking job so you can get the money. Like, that's what it is. If you're not good at your job, you don't get paid as well as someone who's better at their job. That's business. You know, that's what it is in the real world in this idea where we're not treating these athletes like the professionals they are. It's just silly. Like if a college student is a filmmaker and they're able to make good movies and they can sell that that's business that's life they should be able to do that and the same thing with these athletes if they can bring in money make money off of their name and likeness they should be able to with no questions asked yeah it's definitely a a breakthrough um it's just going to get interesting when uh they start taking it to the next level like as far as the bigger name players or how bigger companies or alumni want to kind of get their programs popping because now this kind of eliminates <clears throat> or evens out or brings more parity to the NCAA because like most of the time without even looking at the schedule or the teams, you know, like which handful of teams, let's say 10, five to 10 teams are going to be in the, the big game, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So now if you're a smaller program, like let's say, like one area that's poached a lot for talent is like uh, like Tennessee and New Orleans because Alabama can pretty much just snatch all their players up from that region. Now you can incentivize that five-star that's in Tennessee to come and play for Tennessee because now you can legally give him a bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. Like, okay, I might not make it to the NFL, but I'm still going to be compensated while I'm here. And if we're good enough and if we can wrangle up enough of these five-star players to come here now that we can pay them, now it, it, it takes away the opportunity from bigger programs like Alabama or University of Georgia to post these players from these other states, from these other talent beds. So it'll definitely be interesting. I, I love to see when like some borderline small school like wins the national championship because they were able to somehow wrangle up enough money to build like a squad that can rival the, the power five conferences or whatever. So that, oh, that'll definitely be intriguing in the future. I'm curious to see what happens during the next the next election cycle. Like, what is what is the limit on who you can be sponsored by, who you can take money from? Like, I don't think like, me personally, I don't think there should be a limit on who you can take money from. Like, if I'm a kid in Miami and, you know, Miami's, you know, they do a lot of sex stuff. There's a lot of porno shot down there. If Pornhub or X videos comes to me talking about, hey, I need, here's ten thousand dollars. I want you to promote these videos or be in a commercial for a video. Is NCAA going to step in and say anything or say within the next three to four years when the next election cycle comes up and you have a presidential candidate who's like, hey, I want you to come out here, give a speech, stand by me or whatever. Say like we have a situation like we did the last election cycle with 45. You have someone who 
is saying some questionable things, maybe some problematic things. And now you have, you know, the Heisman Trophy winner standing next to him giving a speech for a bag. Like, is that going to be an issue? I don't know. That Maybe that's the slippery slope, but I, I don't really see that. Like, you make your own decisions. Like, I, I'm not going to fault these kids for making money off of themselves. I mean, if the NCAA would cut them a check, then they want to well, That's the next it. step. That's the next so, step. Like, what they're doing is they're allowing these kids to go out there and make money off of their own likeness. They're not treating them as employees. Like, the NCAA should still be paying these players. Like, because the, the NCAA gets – it's a billion-dollar industry. They're making all this money off of advertising, uh, commercials, publicity, um, uh, ESPN, Fox News, whatever. Like, all these people are paying to show their product, and they're paying to see these kids play. So the kids should get a cut of that also. Yeah, so maybe this is the catalyst that propels, you know, uh, legislation to just cut some checks. Because, yeah, this, this could be problematic. Like, right, what if you're a player for Harvard and, like, you know what I'm saying, Pornhub wants to represent you. I'm pretty sure Harvard or Yale or Stanford doesn't want to be associated with, you know, the porn industry because that – you know, puts a stain on their prestigious image. So, hey, either you pay us or we're just going to get the wildest endorsements we can think of. And if I'm a star player of your team, you can't do nothing about it because you need me. You need me to help you make these billions of dollars. So cut me a check yeah. and I'll stop either. working. <laughs> Xhamster.com. <laughs> either I'll get the bag here or I'll get the bag somewhere at a different exactly. school. Like, so it's, it's definitely a, an interesting uh, new frontier that's uh, popping off. So. I'm I'm curious to see who gets the most wild uh, endorsement right now. So I know one player has like one with Raisin Canes, like some MMA gym, um, but I haven't seen anything too like problematic yet. So I think I once know, they start maybe. getting into the flow of things, once they start like understanding what they can do, what it entails, like what these companies are asking them asking of them, I think they'll they'll start to figure out like, hey, I can do a little bit more of these things. Like I can try to stretch out a little bit. I think uh, I heard a point on uh, Bomani Jones's podcast. He was saying that we're going to lose a lot of personalities on like on social media. It's going to be a lot of like, hey, you know, go to this website, use code my name and number, and get ten percent off of here. And it's going to be a lot of that stuff as opposed to people uh, showing their personalities more. I think that's more of the downside, I guess. But I mean, if that's what it takes for these kids to get paid, rightfully so, then I I'm, I understand it. I'm not going to sit here and like shit on them for being corporate sponsors on their social medias from now on. Yeah. Like I said, definitely, uh, definitely collect that bag at, at all costs. Um, do we, do we want to wait on the USA team shit? Cause I got, I got some things. Yeah. We can wait for Rev. Rev for that. We can wait for that. All right. All right. Let's see what else is going on. Let's talk about a uh, Zelia Avant Garde, the, the greatness of this young black queen. Like, uh, if you haven't seen the videos or anything on ESPN, so she won the middle school spelling bee, the yeah. national middle school spelling bee, which is extremely impressive. Um, I feel like she should get more notoriety than already has. Um, <clears throat> I feel like we should celebrate this and the, the media should champion this more. Um, like not, not trying to pit black queens against each other, but I feel like the whole, um, you know, the Shikari Richardson story was very big, right? I think this mm -hmm. should be equally big because this young lady is impressive in a positive manner, showing black people in a positive light. So along with winning the spelling bee, she apparently is like a basketball aficionado. Like if you go on Twitter or YouTube, like this, this young lady 
she got some handles and she she got some, a mad jump shot. Like the more I dig into it, the more impressed I am with the videos I see of her. Like she was like riding a unicycle, dribbling basketballs. She was juggling like at least like ten basketballs at the same time. Like I'm not even bullshit. Like look this up. This is the, some of the wildest shit I've ever seen. Like she she's got some hands. She's got some talent. Um, also by Twitter. Don't know if it's true or not, but apparently she speaks fluent French as well as a middle Jesus. schooler. Uh, I mean, Twitter just might be boosting up, but I mean, fuck it, why not? They said she <laughs> wants to go to Harvard. Uh, she wants to work for NASA, probably be in the WNBA. You know what I'm saying? She's a very talented young lady, so uh, I definitely appreciate her being, I don't want to say a role model because, again, I, I got to keep that same energy. I don't know this young lady. She might have some, <laughs> problematic, she might have some problematic priest like mall out there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, I am appreciating what she could do and what she brings to the table. I'm, I'm, I'm appreciating her positivity and her skills, and her talent, not like standing for her as a person because I do not know her. But shout out to her. She's she's doing big things and hopefully she continues to to elevate as a young black queen. Yeah, and it's it's wild that she said that the uh, spelling bee that's like her side thing. That's like not her most important thing. That's not her priority in like in life, I guess. Because most people that do these spelling bees and stuff, they put their entire life into it, apparently. And she's just like, ah, this is something I do when I'm not, you know, crossing up niggas on the court, when I'm not bawling niggas' eyes out and dropping, you know, 20 points on them in a middle school game. Like, she is legitimately impressive in basketball. It's not like, oh, she's good for a girl. She's good for her age. She's, like, legit good at basketball. Like, I would not be surprised if we see her again in whatever, six or seven years you know, playing for some college team. Like, she's seems to be that good. So I'm definitely uh, rooting for her to be successful in, in everything she does. And, and like you said, all the videos that I see of her with the basketball, are they get more impressive. Like, I saw one video, she was dribbling, like, seven basketballs at the same time. I'm like, what the – who does this? Like, how do you know that this is what you do? So, like, she's a very impressive uh, young lady for sure. Yeah, she's definitely. definitely going to play well, she's at places now, technically. It's like she probably could have won this like a few years ago if she wanted to. Like she just, I, I wonder what made her decide to do it. Like, because she clearly is smart enough to do it. Like she was smart enough to do this last year. So why didn't she do it last year? Is it ball is life like that hard? Like ball so hard all day or whatever? But yeah, I mean, I maybe she got that. like I said, she probably got bored with you know dominating the academic world and dribbling basketballs in her room. She's like, you know what? I don't know. Maybe somebody tried her like, hey, man, I bet you can't do this. All right, watch me. And she knocked it out the park. So shout out to her. But um, damn. I really want to talk about this Trey Young shit. I I'm not going to go too deep, but th this ties back to what I said the other day, our last week on the podcast. A Atlanta fan, fan bases, you guys. Well, let's start up with the uh, uh, former Atlanta Falcon, uh, Archivius Mingo. Um, mm. So more pain for the, the Atlanta uh, fans franchise. So we signed a pass rusher, former first round overall pick. I believe he was overdrafted. I think he was a top 10, maybe even a top five pick, an undersized uh, defensive end. I think he converted to like linebacker. Um, I think it was from Oregon or something like that. I don't recall. But anywho, the Falcons pass rush is ass cheeks per usual. So we have to do whatever we can to try to bolster that up by picking up people off the garbage heaps, you know, the bargain basement players, whatever, big name, uh, potential, first-round pick. I don't really know his stats, doesn't matter.
but apparently he was accused of uh, sex crimes involving a minor, and he was promptly released. Also in Atlanta land, uh, was it Acuna, Ronald Acuna Jr. tore his ACL. Um, let's see, the Hawks. Matter of fact, your man put out a tweet. Shout out to Eric Robinson <laughs> on the podcast, who is a, now affiliated with the ESPN. Shout out to him. So he posted Super Bowl 51, number one seed Hawks swept the Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference Finals in 2014-2015. 14 division titles for the Braves between 91 and 05, only one World Series title. Costly injuries to young stars Trey Young, Acuna Jr. Collapse of Braves, 91-11-20, the big saga. Are we sure there are no curse for the Atlanta sports? And, again, if there is a curse for Atlanta sports, it is fueled by miserable-ass Atlanta sports. <laughs> Like y'all are y'all are doing it to to yourselves. Like if the Atlanta sports curse exists, it's Goku holding up his hands for an Atlanta sports curse spirit bomb, and y'all's negativity is just building it up, building it up, building it up. And then he drops in on whatever hopes and dreams you have for the season for your team. Mm-hmm. Now I am a supporter of the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not a fan. I'm a supporter. I will not be categorized as one of you crazy people. But y'all do it to yourselves. Like y- you do it to yourselves. Case in point, right? So the uh, USA team lost to Nigeria by three points. Mm, this team is bad, coached by loss. <laughs> this, this team is coached by a no-brainer first battle Hall of Fame coach, Greg Popovich, NBA champion, many times over as coach, right? Um, this team features Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard. Other you know up and coming stars in the NBA. Kevin Durant is enough. <laughs> like once you say you got Kevin Durant on yeah. this team, you're good to go. So they lose by three points, and all I see on the timeline on my timeline, I follow a lot of people from Atlanta, is that it is Lance Pierce's fault because they lost because he dropped the final play, right? Also, they're like, hey, I hope they lose all their games because what they did to Trey Young, they didn't put him on the team, or if Trey Young was on the team, that they'd have won the game. And I'm just like, all right, so Trey Young was too hurt to beat a Giannis list Bucks team in the biggest game of his career at home in the MLK jerseys. Mm. But he's not hurt enough to help a all-star team beat Nigeria. So which one is it? Like, is he too hurt to beat winning the game that counts, but he's it healthy enough to play in a USA playing game. Like I, I don't like I don't understand how this makes any sense. You can't you can't have your cake and eat in this situation, right? I don't I don't get how this makes any sense. Because if he's that not injured, then why didn't he perform when it counted to potentially get your team a championship? Like I'll wait for any one of you guys to jump in the chat, message me, DM me, email me, comment, let me know how this works. But I'm I'm thoroughly confused. And also, like, let the last the, the Lloyd Pierce stuff go. He can't be the, the reason for the failures of everything. everything goes like, back to him. Like, it's like three or four butts. Like, it's mental illness. Yes, Jeff, they are delusional. It, you're starting, like, she even tweeted out today as well, like, she's starting to see what y'all was talking about. I'm like, yes. Another case in point. Um, ah, shit. Who got injured? Well, I was going to say the NBA, the NBA stands for narrative-based analysis. Well, whatever fits your narrative is what you're going to go with. Like, Trey Young is is too hurt to to beat the Bucks at home. 
yeah, that yeah, whatever. That's cool. Like he was hurt. If he wasn't hurt, they would have won. But on the other hand, uh, Trey Young is good enough to help Team USA, and he deserved a spot on the roster. Like whatever fits your narrative, just go with that. Yeah, and, and it's funny. Uh, so your man's uh, Anthony Mackie, <laughs> Viper, was hosting Texans, right? And I, matter of fact, I don't even know what he said. I'm gonna go look it up real quick, but. I, I saw so that. You, I was gonna say, while you're looking that up, I'm watching a uh, game three of the uh, finals, and they just Nike just had a commercial run. Shakari Richardson was in that commercial. She's still getting that bag, so good for her. Shout to her. That's what I'm saying. Like they ain't letting her go. <laughs> she ain't going nowhere. Apparently, she's dating. Uh, allegedly, don't do that. Not- don't even say. You, who did you see that from? From Sammy? I think so. That, that she was taking pictures with literally everybody at the SBs because she's Shakari Richardson. She's the fastest person in the world right now. Everybody, you know what? I'm gonna pull up her Instagram. I'm gonna pull her Instagram up to see because I was like, she was in a picture with like Jesus and Mero, I think. Yeah, she was in a picture that. with Anthony Mackie, I believe. Like, no, he was just making shit up. <laughs> Sorry to say that, but that's what he was doing. Oh man, where's this tweet at? It, it, I'm gonna find it, but it's it's essentially more Atlanta sports fans being like irrationally sensitive. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Well, and I even, like that, I even hear what he said, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't as bad as these people are making it out to be. But you know how they do. God bless America. Oh, here we go. Uh, nope, nope, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. Fuck. Well, it kind of, I guess, while you're doing that, to double back on the, uh, the whatever that guy, former Falcon or Seahawk guy that got uh, accused of like child molestation. Um, it's only one case, uh, and I read the uh, report. I'm curious if we're supposed to give him the same benefit of the doubt that we gave Bill Cosby. When it comes to this story, does he get a benefit of the doubt? Because I mean, if anybody's going to get a benefit of the doubt, it should be him because it's just one person uh, stating this claim, as opposed to Bill Cosby, who had over fifty people accusing him of doing something. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, like I said, you can't really make any sense of uh, these fans. Yo, this shit was all over the timeline. Earlier, and maybe they're starting to get this shit out the paint, but uh, keep talking. Let me let me find it. I need to hear what he said. <laughs> I need to because maybe he was, maybe he was out of pocket. But my thing is, like, I see Atlanta fans, Hawks fans say the same shit about his hair. Like, we know his hair is jacked up. Like, this isn't nothing new. His hair is so weird to me. I don't understand what's going on with it. And is, did he do something with his teeth? Are his teeth different or like? I don't, I don't know. Consume enough of that content. Are you looking for what Anthony? Are you looking for what Anthony Mackey said? Yeah, I can't find the yeah. tweet. I, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. Hang on. I'm trying to play it here. New York's favorite basketball player. That's right. Yeah. Trey Young. That's right, man. Trey. No, Trey is a confident brother, man. And you want to know how I know Trey is so confident? Trey. Walks out of his house every day looking like this on purpose. <laughs> he can do better. 
Trey Young looks like a ball of hair on the barbershop floor that rolled up and walked away. <laughs> Trey Young looked like he went to the barbershop and said, I'll have cut number three through nine. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> it's really not. I mean, they thought they're, they're scripted ESPN jokes. And y'all will get all y'all spillers like, oh, great value, Captain America. Oh, Anthony Becky was in the worst Marvel-like uh, series. I'm like, nah, y'all are really going hard. Like, he wasn't in WandaVision. Like, Captain America Winter Soldier was actually pretty good. So stop being a hater. But the part that bothers me the most is, like, they come online and talk all kinds of crazy shit about other players all the time. Like, I saw yeah. all kinds of Joel and bitch and all kinds oh. of <laughs> Yeah, all kinds what? of problematic stuff. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> Let's not even go to like the Katrina stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, that was, that's pretty I'm like, bad. I'm like, stop. Please stop. Stop. Like, let it go. Stop. Stop being weird. That's all it is. Stop being weird. I mean, you could go back to previous SBs. Like they they made like OJ Simpson killing people jokes. Uh I believe Drake made a fat joke about Prince Fielder. Like, it's it's jokes. Like they make fun of people's appearances. This is not anything new and just the idea. I think it's just the idea that they're seeing it on Twitter and it's being posted from ESPN's official page. Like if ESPN was back in 1996, if Twitter was uh, up and running like that in 96, they'd have tweeted it from that account too. Like they're not just going to be like, oh, we're not going to tweet out any of the jokes from our, you know, award ceremony. And these awards aren't real. Like you can get, if you win 10 SB awards and nothing else, that doesn't mean anything. You don't go into the ESPN Hall of Fame. There is no achievement that you unlock if you win an ESPY. It's not like winning the MVP or being an all-star. It's just an ESPY. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm, I mean, imagine even wasting your time and watching the ESPYs enough to care. <laughs> There's also that. <laughs> Who's watching yeah, the ESPYs? Who's watching ESPN? Shout out to Eric, though, but, I mean, hope you get the oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, watch the Check out ESPN. Yeah, but other than that, dog, like we, we've already discussed there's so many other better avenues to get sports information. But like even with the Acuna Jr. shit, like somebody specifically said, I don't remember what their name was, because I guess the Marlins uh Twitter posted an account on a play where he injured himself. I guess it led to an in the park home run. <clears throat> and somebody tweeted them like, Oh, you guys are like one hurricane away from becoming bikini bottom. Hmm. I'm like, all right, man. Like again. Nothing's off limits except for your players. Your players are off limits. Everybody else, free game. Yeah, yeah. So that's that shit. That shit is hilarious to me. But I mean, I hope I hope they uh, continue to get get better and grow and maybe bring a superstar. You know, only because my Twitter is so much more peaceful when the Atlanta teams are doing good. Like I don't need all the negativity in my life that you guys bring. It's it's pretty annoying. It's pretty pretty annoying. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I you would think they would be like better when the when Atlanta teams are winning, but they sometimes they seem to get like a little bit more rowdy sometimes. Like they, they get to really feeling themselves like you know when their team goes up one zero in a in a playoff series or you know up a few points in a in a big game or whatever. Just it's just they just set themselves up for just a big letdown and it's always disappointing because like I said, I, I I follow a lot of people from Atlanta and I want them to be happy and they haven't been happy in some in a few years now when it comes to their sports teams. You got dirty ass Steve tweeting LP ruins everything he touches. Like, shut up, man. Like, dirty ass Steve. 
people, people just get out here and say stuff to get attention and get clout. Dog, but again, my thing is, even with that situation, all right. So if that play works, are y'all giving uh Lloyd Pierce credit? Hell no. Absolutely not. It'd be like, oh Hell no. legendary coach. This this buzzer beating victory, like y'all are mm. he learned that from Greg Popovich. That's where he got that play from. He yeah, would have never ran that in Atlanta. Y'all make me sick. Absolutely sick. Sick to my stomach. Disgusting. Yeah. It's pretty it's, it's nasty hours in Atlanta. Nasty hours. I mean, but. staying on nasty, which is also problematic tweets I saw. Uh did you see the clip of Conor McGregor getting his, his leg busted? I, I saw that. I was like, what the how do you just how does that happen? How does that happen? He Dude, needs to literally, <laughs> literally took a step back and it just his shit just folded up. I'm just like, how? How is that? How do you lose a fight? That I, I didn't watch the entire fight, so I don't know if he was losing before that, but to go out that way is pretty rough. And and Conor McGregor is not gonna get any sympathy from, from the internet. The internet is about to they roasted the fuck out of him that night. Did you hear his uh, post-fight speech? I saw a picture of Joe Rogan sitting on the floor in the ring while Conor McGregor was getting his leg wrapped. I'm like, why are you interviewing him now? We don't give a bollocks. He's gonna go down talking, man. He will go down talking. Your man said your wife is in my DMs after you got your legs snapped, dog. Like he's lucky to get the brake speed off him some more. Like, yeah, let's it's it's a wrap, man. Let's go ahead, go ahead, uh do a Netflix show. They're making shows every five oh, minutes. Oh, oh it's not a wrap for Connor. Uh-uh. It's not a wrap for him. He's got another main event in him. <sighs> I, I I guess, man, but I, I don't know. I don't. I feel like you're. I feel like if you're sitting with your legs snapped in like thirty-five pieces, you can't be talking that kind of cash money shit. Because if you'd have ran up on him, and beat his ass again, like what are you gonna do? <laughs> right back in the ring. Yeah, like you deserve it. Like if you go talk crazy about somebody's wife, like you got to get what's coming to you. Like he's got to shoot him in the parking lot after this. Yeah, like he's got to get in the ambulance with him. Like show up at the hospital like a Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Beat him with a bedpan. I'm <laughs> wearing his ass out later, but yeah, man, I don't know. That's that's one of those things I'll never understand how like bones can snap like that. I don't want to ever participate in any activity where my bone could could snap like that. Yeah, like I'm good. I'm good. I'm good on my PlayStation. You know, you know <laughs> I worry about stuff like that. And so, and yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna try to you know shoot McGregor or any bail or whatever. Like I don't think he's that great of a fighter. Like he's not uh uh. GSP or a Bones Jones or anything like that, where he's like an all-time great fighter. He's just a pretty good fighter, but he's a great talker, or he used to be a great talker. But I give these guys a lot of credit, uh, UFC fighters, for getting in that ring and doing what it is that they do. Because you can't get in the ring and get fucked up and blamed on your teammates. You can't go in there and be like, hey, if this running back would have made a block, I would have been able to do my job. Or 
if I have better teammates. It's just, can you do what you're supposed to do? Can you get in that ring and be the better man or woman? Like the the, the women fighters, they are fucking crazy. Like I feel like their their fights are better than the men's fights. I don't. It's hard to explain it, but they're just more. They're almost more aggressive. Like they have one girl, one woman, where her head was cut open by an elbow across her uh, above her eyebrows. Like there's just a large slice on her forehead, and she won the fight. So I can only imagine what the other person looked like. Because Jesus, no, thank you. These people will kill you. Like Conor McGregor will kill everybody you know. There's nobody that you know in your life that cannot that that could go toe to toe with Conor McGregor, and he just got warped apparently. So you got to give it up to these guys for for doing that. I wouldn't. I would never do that ever. Yeah, I ain't got time for that shit. But put you on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, man, did you see the the Drake story? I feel bad for that kid, man. I, I didn't realize how old he was. <laughs> he's, ah. he's, he's old. Not old, but for he's I think he's he's a senior in high school. Well, I tell tell let people know what's going on with this. So uh I've I've heard some different takes. Shout out to Joe Budden. I definitely listened to his take on this story, but I guess the biggest part of the story was Drake was taking out this young lady. Her name's already out there, so I'm not breaking any news. Her name's like Johanna Leia. And Drake wanted to be, uh, you know, the certified lover boy, do some fly shit. And <laughs> he rented out Dodger Stadium, the entire stadium, the, enti- the entire stadium <laughs> to take this uh, this young lady out on a date. Um, the, the part that Marcus was talking about is that her son, Omari Bailey, is a top basketball prospect who I think, according to TMZ, is headed to UCLA to play basketball. In yeah, he is. I saw it on uh, her Instagram, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah. So I, I feel bad because, you know, Drake might be trying to, you know, wine and dine, be a professional, you know, trying to take this lady out on a nice dinner. And he isn't afforded the privacy that, you know, normal people have. But my thing is, is that being the superstar that Drake is, the megastar, he he has to know he's not going to be afforded that privacy. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this shouldn't have been a surprise. I feel like you can you can kind of afford to think that you have that type of privacy. Like, why would anybody? Like, and that was like a random person. That wasn't like TMZ that did that. It was just a random person. I, I guess. What's up, Jess? Hey, <laughs> we're talking about the whole the whole Drake situation. So uh, Drake definitely uh, <clears throat> raised the bar for some of the gentlemen out here in the streets to look for a queen, um, <laughs> taking women out to the Dodger stadiums, you know, renting out stadiums like this isn't uh, the two hundred dollar date debate. Twitter's <laughs> this is this is some real shit like that yeah. shit needs to be over on Twitter. No more two hundred dollar dates. We're either renting out stadiums or we ain't going out. But. For for all you single queens, I am I'm a saved, married, wholesome king, so I don't have to worry about that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, shout to Hamburg Helper, but um, yeah, I just I just <laughs> I, I do not eat hamburger Helper. Let's let's okay. Anyways, yeah, Drake Drake knows he's got to know that like yeah man like even if it wasn't Drake, if I have a drone or whatever took the picture, and I see somebody at like Dodger Stadium by themselves, I'm gonna be curious. It just happened to be one of the most famous people in the world. 
So I, I think Drake got to be better than that. You know what I'm saying? He could have did he could have did something else. Like they suggested, maybe he could have did like uh, Staples Center, which is inside, which would still would have been fly. I think it actually been flyer Staples. I think uh, Kanye West did that. I think Kanye West did that, and Justin Bieber did it too. Yeah. So I just feel like if you really want the anonymity. Being outside probably wasn't the best decision, but you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like, but yeah, for his son, I I don't know if it's it's kind of awkward, but it's cool at the same time that maybe your mom's getting clapped by like the most popular famous artists in the world. But then it's kind of problematic, like, especially if you're a Drake fan prior to that, like it, it's definitely gonna hit different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. Any for me, Jazz. What What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, um, I feel like that's wild. Like for her son, like I saw where they were like going in on his comment sections. Like I feel like that's so awkward. Like now the world is like talking about how Drake is like clapping your mom's cheeks. Like that's that's so weird to me. I don't. I don't feel so like I don't know. I feel so embarrassed. Like. I don't know. But I do think that's a dope date idea, you know. <laughs> for the chicks out there listening, for the, for the three guys that listen to this, I can afford to do that. Be sure to run out Dodger Stadium. <laughs> yes, yeah, like I'm available, you know, just let me know. <laughs> I just gotta plug myself real quick, you know. Oh my they said wings at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> I don't think you can smoke cougar out there. I don't know. Maybe that might not be a thing. My, my, I think my, my main issue is, is like, pe- people think that this is, they think that because he did that, that this is some kind of like serious thing between these two. Like, this is just probably something he does just to impress women. Like, it apparently, it doesn't cost that much to run out Dodger Stadium when you make the kind of money that Drake does. This is like, this is like taking a woman out to, you know, Texas Roadhouse or something like that or a very nice restaurant. For someone that makes the money that Drake has. So it'd be one thing if I'm that kid, not if I'm this kid, I'd feel different if, you know, he took my mom to the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? He took my mom to the MTV Awards. Like he he how many times do you think Drake has done this? He's done this. That, that, that might be his thing. Like, oh, let me just yeah. run out something. Let me run out some flash shit where they live at and take her out. Like if he's in Atlanta, he probably rents out where the Hawks play at or something. Like this is this is light work. Like this isn't this isn't serious. Like Drake is gonna be seen with someone in a month. Someone different and not your mom. So you better hope that he goes out with someone else soon. So we can forget about him clapping your mom's cheeks, you playing on the basketball court, and someone talk about oh Drake should gonna be a stepdaddy, certified lover boy over there, certified lover boy stepson over there, say what's up to Adonis for me, all this shit. Like, I don't wanna hear that on the court. Like you said, his matches are crazy right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, they were also kind of going in on. Uh, I guess they're saying Drake has a type. Um, oh yes, he does. Oh yes, yeah. he does. Oh yes, he does. It's so and, different, like from like his music. You know, like I like my girls BBW, and you know, it's like so different. I'm like, dang. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, the girl he raps about, like when you think about his type based on his lyrics, that woman looks like Megan Thee Stallion. That's the kind of woman that he raps about liking. That the actual women that he does like looks like a uh, off-brand Kim Kardashian. Those are the women yeah. he actually is seen with, or Rihanna, which is that's totally different. But I get it. 
that's you know another level. That <laughs> I don't. I mean, she's a she's an attractive woman. Damn. I don't know. <laughs> it's like she has on a diaper. Okay. Yeah. So I, okay. So Jazz brought it up, right? So, Tia was asking, like, why don't they sell the thighs with these with, with these cheeks? Because like the ratio is off. Like it don't it don't look right. Like some of the pictures she looks all right on TMZ, but it depends on the angles. But you can definitely tell that she she has definitely got some some things done. And I'm just like, yeah, Drake. Like, I mean, again, if that's what you like, that's what you like to each that's his own. The picture. I'm, I'm not I'm not hating. And some of these angles are, are pretty good, but yeah. some of these other angles, she looked like she got on like shoulder pad. I don't. Her body. I don't. <laughs> it, it's confusing. And yeah, typical build a bear Instagram model. Yeah. Type, but nah. maybe that's just his summertime thing. Maybe he really, you know, settles down during the winter, gets booed up. You know, maybe holds it down. But I. I don't understand. Like, I feel like they should do specials with the with the whole ass shots type deals. Like, I feel like if you're making that commitment, you know what I'm saying, you should go all the way. You shouldn't take half measures. Like, right. if you're gonna do it, do it correctly, or at least go to the gym prior, get your legs right, do some squats, power cleans, some deadlifts. Like, you can't be out here looking crazy. But, but I've heard like. Like once you get a BBL, like your butt just grows, and I think maybe that's what the problem is. Like. It just, it just grows and like they're not working their legs out. I don't know. Well, but it, apparently it doesn't matter because these rappers and famous people don't care because she clearly pulled Drake. You know what I'm saying? To an extent. So it, it really doesn't matter. So I, I feel like these women are setting the tone, a negative tone, to not get it done right. And we need to make this stop. We need to have a revolution, uh, get this shit together. I don't want to see it no more. But you know, again, I'm a host of Married King, so I don't, I don't really need to worry about that stuff, anyways. But the wholesome king, <laughs> the, the most wholesome king. But I mean, this could, this could be. Some people thought this could be like a rollout for his music for his uh, next album, Certified Lover Boy. But again, it is Drake. He really doesn't need any publicity. Yeah. But, but there is something going on. This album was supposed to come out months ago. Yeah. Right. Outsides open up. The pandemic is "quote unquote" over. Um, so His summer's almost over. I thought he was going to drop for the summertime. And, uh, again, numbers wise, I don't think it really matters when Drake drops. But when he drops, it's going to be over for whoever else is in the game. It, it definitely is a definitely a interesting, interesting uh, week for for Mister Hashtag the Boy. I don't know what Marcus is doing, but. Oh, okay, I guess it's. Okay. I guess it's <laughs> but e e either way, th there's no reason for this album to not be dropped already. Like, what are you waiting? Are you waiting for Sweetie to drop? Like, do you need to see what she's doing first? Are you waiting on Cardi B? Like, it, I know it wasn't whatever J Cole did it, that made you want to be like, you know what? I need to go back and rewrite some raps. I need to go change a verse because I heard '95 South. Like, get out of here. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even know to say that. Like I still haven't listened to that J. Cole. Wow. Since it came out. Since it came out. What? Like it, it hasn't been a rotation. Like I've been I've been killing that um that Tyler Korea. That shit is that shit is fire, man. Like he has some nice songs after that. That shit is fire. Like I I'd be having songs in my head all day, man. Like he, he definitely put his, his foot in that, but 
You're a big J. Cole fan, Jazz? That's I, love, I love J. Cole. Okay. Yeah. I'm a J. Cole fan. I, I think run, I, I might run it tomorrow. I might rerun it. But yeah, you gotta you gotta listen to it. Like I think it's a dope album. I, I, I did not like it, but I haven't been compelled to go back to it. If that makes sense. Like the vibe is yeah, kind of okay. yeah, yeah. But to be fair, a majority of the time I'm listening to music, I'm at the gym for the most part. Mm-hmm. So um, but I'll try. Who is this? <laughs> Drake cut my internet. Yeah, who is this? Is this, is this Marcus again or Marcus? So, you traveling off the phone and the computer. I'm so I'm so confused what's going on right now. <laughs> this podcast is falling into disarray. Marcus, is this a special guest? <laughs> Are you paying me that? <laughs> I'm not doing that, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Drake, okay. Uh, the struggle is real. Anywho, <laughs> I know we're talking about no more. Um, Jazz, tell us something uh, compelling. How was your weekend? My weekend is great. Um, got a lot of stuff done. I went to brunch today. Had an amazing time. Sobered up. Huh? Have you sobered up yet, or are you still a little? I have. <laughs> I brought myself back to life just for you guys. Okay. <laughs> I you... Oh, I think I saw your brunch pictures. Uh, I think you had what, what kind of mimosas were those? Were that, was it orange? I have, I have pineapple mimosas. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's a really cool spot. It's called Blue Seafood um, in Atlanta, um, and it was only fifteen dollars for bottomless mimosas. So. Oh, that's dangerous. That's that's dangerous behavior. They got was... better than that as an establishment on the weekend. Come on. <laughs> oh. See, this this kind of goes into what I was thinking earlier at the house. So I got bored and I looked up like the COVID vaccination status for like states, various mm-hmm. states, and I have come under the determination I'm going to start wearing masks again. Like I'm fully vaccinated, but it's like I think nationwide it's at forty two percent of people are vaccinated. And literally everywhere I go, there's nobody wearing masks. So I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I wasn't as, like, I would ever get sick at all wearing a mask. Like, now I got a little cold. My throat's kind of tingly. Like, I don't know what's going on. So I ain't want to be wearing my mask again. Like, I can't I can't look like this. Y'all are dirty. Y'all don't wash y'all's hands. Y'all be coughing all over shit. Like, it's, it's, real, it's real nasty work out here. Like, the pandemic really made me realize how nasty some of y'all are. Like, it's, it's insane. Where so, do you live at? I live in an undisclosed location um, off the grid. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are here trapping. You know what I'm saying? We in the bando. You know, we can't, <laughs> we can't have the feds kicking down my door. Man, I can't. That'd be, it'd be okay. uh, unacceptable. Huh? Like Arkansas or something. Arkansas? Nah, man. I'm looking I'm, I'm <laughs> for that. But um, nah, so t- like kind of tied in with COVID, uh, I've been on the uh, my show, The Good Doctor. Hashtag shout out to Freddie Highmore, better actor than your favorite actor. But I know, I think somebody talked about it on the podcast before, like TV shows bringing in like COVID episodes and if that made people mad, right? <clears throat> so I don't know if you watch any like uh, sitcoms or anything like that, but when they, they had like two little COVID episodes and I was like, eh, it might be too soon. Like this is, this could be a bit traumatizing if you work in the, the medical industry. 
but I also think it was a good PSA for people that really didn't know how COVID was affecting like medical professionals. So a lot of people said they kind of got mad because they, they want to watch TV to escape reality. But I'm like, if you're watching a medical show, you kind of got to talk about COVID because that's kind of relevant. and it, it adds to the story, but they only did two episodes. But it, it definitely was kind of a, a sobering realization of like the whole, hey, they showed a bunch of people having to be on FaceTime watching their family members die. I'm like, damn, can y'all cut the beep off? It's like, he's gone. Beep. I'm like, damn, John, like, he's dead. Can you please stop traumatizing us with this beeping sound? Like, y'all can cut that shit off. But I was like, yeah, I think it made sense. They gave us two episodes and they got it out of here. But I think it was a great PSA for people to watch that. So it didn't bother me too much. But it, I think it was a bit too soon. My just episode, I think, aired maybe probably a year ago. But might have been too soon. But that's I tell I, I tell you what. If we come back for the final season of Insecure, and they have them wearing masks and they're talking about COVID, I'm going to quit that show. I will not watch another episode. I do not want to see it with that. I don't. Insecure didn't even use condoms, so they're, definitely <laughs> using, they're not using masks. So we, we, don't have, we don't have to worry about it. Shout out to the GA. I don't know if y'all saw that, but <laughs> <laughs> your boy Juvenile made a remix to back that thing up called Vax That Thing Up. Did y'all hear that? Yes. I didn't. I, li- I didn't Jesus listen to the whole Christ. thing, but I did hear. It. Yo, Jazz, you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> what were your thoughts? Um, that's wild. <laughs> like, I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, I just, I, I don't know. I saw it on Twitter, and then I would say I saw it on the TV, and I was just like, "Wow, this, this was on TV." TV? Yes, wow. like, it was like yesterday. Oh, I was like, like, oh, like, "This is for real." <laughs> yeah. It was like on a commercial. I think that's wild. So, man. people are thinking it's like it's, it's propaganda to get black people to get vaccinated, which is like, I mean, I understand. I kind of understand why you would think that, but I mean, it's it's been a while. Like, I I just don't know if they're taking if they're going to go to that length as far as getting a juvenile with Manny Fresh to do this. Like, I don't think they want us that bad. I think they do. Oh, because like vaccinations is like down, like and you know. I feel like they that they're like appealing to like the younger crowd. Fam, that song came out like twenty years ago. There's a lot of people who don't really know what that shit was about. If they want to appeal to the younger crowd. They got like the Migos to do that shit. Well, like Travis Scott, you know, like, like my crowd. I feel like I feel like they're like trying to. I don't know. I'm not really sure, but I don't think it's going to work. So I think the vaccination rate is in Louisiana right now. Well, I will say it is kind of it is kind of weird that they do tend to to pander to to black people a little bit more. Like I didn't see uh, Ricky Martin do, you know, live in a vaccination loca or anything like that. You know, they didn't bring out the Backstreet Boys to do anything like this. So it's just like, how come it's always, you know, the hip hop rap culture type people doing this? Louisiana is at let's see a whopping thirty three point eight percent vaccination rate, so maybe they need to vaccinate. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, man, we need this. We yeah, need y'all to get out of this shot, dog." <laughs> let's see, Mississippi. Uh, shout out to AC Three Savage, his home city, his home state. They are at thirty three point four percent vaccination rate. Somebody out here is in the twenties, I think, unless they got their shit up. But yeah, man. There's only like one state, two states over 50. It's like California, 
New York, bro, what are you doing? Yo, I'm doing a little bit of homework. Yo, in because I thought you guys might need a little bit of help. I heard somebody <laughs> say something about my home state. So you want to be talking about the great state of Mississippi? How's everybody doing tonight? Hey man, six oh one stand up, David Battle. We out here, gang. Right. Shout out to slavery. Shout out to that thirty three point four vaccination rate. Oh my god. Yeah. Anywho, what's good, man? How how was life? Uh, life is pretty good, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, doing my homework, eating my Wheaties, and doing my thing. How's everybody doing uh, tonight? Hey, Shan, how you doing? Look, I don't, I don't even know what's going on no more. Like, shit is, shit is out of control. Um, life is, life is crazy. Um, it's, it's been a lot going on. A, a lot, a lot going. On. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. So definitely, I want to go ahead and give a shout out. So if you can, if you choose to uh, go to adamandeve.com and use <laughs> the code word, use the code word KTSC, we have wicked vanilla flavored, I'm sorry, coffee flavored lube. Uh, for oh, 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 my God. Do you represent coffee flavored? So thank you very much. I, I enjoy coffee, but I'm not. I'm not going that far, my guy. It, it actually tastes pretty good. It's vanilla bean. You know, you're doing your thing, but um, that's not a my fault. How do you how do you know what it tastes like though? Well, we're all adults here. You know how we get down, but you know I'm not going to discuss that. But anyway, oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, Jazz, did you watch uh, Loki this weekend? <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, I watch. <laughs> do Do you watch Loki, the 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 Marvel TV? Jesus Christ! Uh, did you watch Black Widow this weekend? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you watch Black Widow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just for most of us, all right. That's yeah. Not, hey, no, no, no. Hey, did you listen? Did you listen to the uh, Snow Allegra album? Did you listen to that? I didn't know. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> I, 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 I haven't listened to it yet. I've been busy. I was just smoking my hookah. Oh, are we know. We know. Give give people give people some tips on that because I just I I actually I recently got one. I was able to to, oh, to get God. one from somebody, and uh, uh, Jazz definitely gave me some uh, tips as far as like colds and like there was something you said like coconut something. I was like, what? Coconut colds, yeah. Yeah, give people a quick little uh, rundown on that. So you know. The best coals to get for your hookah is coconut coals. They last long. Um, my favorite shisha is like Alfalker, um, Malachi, and um, what's the other one? I can't even think. What's um, anyways, yeah. So those are really good, like shisha brands. Um, I have a Khalil Mamoon hookah. It's a really good hookah. It's from. Egypt, um, so it's like made out of really good material. So yeah, um, hit me up if you have any questions about hookah. <laughs> how, how, many, how many how many hookahs do you have? Um, I have. Seven. I feel like the answer shouldn't be more than one. Like you can only I have smoke like seven. <laughs> you only smoke one at a time, though. I know, but I have different ones. I have one that looks like an AK forty seven. I have another one that's like a Glock. Um, 
I have a tall one. I got a really small one. Like I have different. So is there any? Is there any? Are any of them as excluding like the size of them? Do uh -huh. they do they smoke differently based on whichever ones you have, or are they all the same? They're just different sizes. Um. So I think my. The best one that I have is the Khalil Mamoun one. Um, so that one was like made in Egypt and like, I don't know what it is about that one, but it pulls like really good. Um, it's not like my hookah isn't harsh from it, um, but not really. Cause I have like a small one and it's, it, I get good clouds from that one. Um, it's just like the material that they're made out of. Sometimes they'll rust. Um, so that's why it's better to get like a more expensive one, I guess. So it doesn't rest on you. They last longer. Hmm. That makes that does make sense. It does make sense. How, how do they have a uh, certain ones that have more than like? Because the one I have just has two hoses, and I think I have to get another one. But do they have attachments to where you can have like more than two hoses on there? Or you have to actually buy the actual hookah that has more. Um. So I don't. I so all of mine come with two hoses, but I take the um, one of the hoses off, and then I like buy the attachment to plug the other one. Because when you have like two hoses, basically you and the other person has to pull at the same time, and uh -oh. <laughs> that's like yeah. So you just buy um, this little like piece, and um, you screw it on there. So it's only it turns into a one hose hookah. I wouldn't recommend like using both of them. It's like timing people to like pull at the same time is like terrible. So you you wouldn't recommend the two hose hookahs. You mm -hmm. want to get more than. Yeah. So let me see. This is my AK forty seven one. I don't know if y'all can see that. God damn. <laughs> yeah, it's really big. Um, so you just always you just pretty much like have hookah accessible accessible to you at all times. Like you at any moment you can just pull the hookah out. Right, but this is like this is what I recommend that you get. I'll send you a picture of it, but I turned it into a one hose hookah. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, <clears throat> is there like COVID protocol for hookahs? Like, you have to like show you <laughs> no hookah slander, no. But yeah, so like, I mean, when now like they have like disposable hoses, um, so you don't share the hose with different people. Why don't they have like the the Interchangeable plastic tips, also. That's what we we use. Oh yeah, they do. We go up there. Yeah. You get your own tips. So I'll, I'll say this: Would you rather? Well, I guess I kind of I would know the answer to this, but would you rather like just smoke hookah at the house or go out? Like, is going out is the hookah experience a little bit better as far as the atmosphere, or is the hookah actually better at home? Like, where where do you think it's better at? Um, so I like going out and smoking hookah, but to be honest, like I like to <clears throat> at home because I can fix it how I want. I can change the clothes when I want. Like I know how to make my hookah to where it smokes good and smokes for a long time. So I, I don't mind either or. But I'll fire up my hookah at home in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get my uh, my my one hose or three hose system going, and I can do. Uh, Selfies looking like a, a baddie out here too. <laughs> I taught you well. <laughs> My famous like, <laughs> I've smoked hookah before, okay? I taught you well. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, your video was on point. 
<laughs> it was good. I will say that it was a great video I did. I'm, I'm very this, proud this, of that. This one. will work great for the the New York City market because apparently they love hookah out there too. So. Apparently they invented hookah in New York also. I feel like they probably did. Yeah, Rev, how was life? What's going on? What's shaking? Fam, can't hear you, Doug. Oh wait, what about now? I still can't hear you, doggy. <laughs> the struggle is real as Palestine. All right. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> Shout out to uh, oh, uh, Shannon. Anywho, yeah. So did y'all? Okay, so only uh, maybe three of us, four of us, maybe watched Black Widow. Do you watch any like movies, Chan? I'm sorry, not Chan, uh, Jazz. Yeah, I do. I watch a lot of Netflix, so. I, you know, so before she gets her shit fixed. Yeah, I feel like Netflix, I don't understand how like uh, conventional TV survives, right? Because every time I'm on Netflix, I see like a new show's coming out, a new show's coming out, another season's been officially notified. I'm like, damn, dog, like they're, they make shit all the time as far as their content, so. Oh no, they get a lot of shit canceled too though. They cancel a lot they, of things. They do, but they're like they're they make anime, they make sitcoms, they make all kinds of reality TV shows. Like um, I think I'm about to start watching The Witcher. I heard it was pretty good on uh Netflix. Um what else I watch on Netflix? I'm about to start watching Black Summer, uh season two. I'm I'm big, yeah, I'm big into the nature documentaries. I was watching one, uh Nature and Color, I think it is. If it's got David Attenborough on it, it's going to be elite. He's the best uh, voice guy for nature documentaries ever. So, yeah, that's my, that's my guy. That's my guy. Right now, like I said, I'm watching. It's not on Netflix, but I'm watching The Good Doctor. If you haven't watched The Good Doctor, I highly recommend it. It's a pretty good show. It's I'm t- I'm I'm telling no, you, I thought it was kind of no, corny no. too. I started watching that shit. Doc, Freddie Hightower is a monster. Like he is an excellent actor. Excellent actor. He's better than whoever you think your favorite actor is right now. I guarantee you that. But um yeah, he's he's really good. Um I was watching Manifest, I finished that. Hashtag save manifest. Oh. <laughs> that shit is so bad, but I still want to know. But I am committed I'm committed to the show at this point. So like I gotta know what happened to flight eight two eight to go into Jamaica. So you know what I'm saying? We'll we'll figure it out at some point. Uh Rev, you, you hear what's good. Can you hear me now? <laughs> it's like is your volume like you don't put your volume up. This 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 podcast can go. Oh there we go. Hold up. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just I guess talk closer, maybe. I just gotta shout at everybody. I, yeah, don't don't get like beat up or shot if you're yelling too loud. Yeah, nigga definitely using that bondage. Okay, net <laughs> zero internet, but okay, it's <laughs> like that. You know how I get down. Um, but yeah, how's everything going? Fuck, she didn't disappear. This is the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> it, minus the three hour one. The three hour one is still top, top. my, my all time favorite episode. Three hours, top. man. That was crazy. Love top it. Five. So, I won't wait for her because I got, I want to talk about Black Widow, but um, uh, Jazz just like say yeah, yeah, I agree. Just make up stuff. <laughs> so we talk about. I, I haven't watched Black Widow myself, God man. I don't think I, 
bring myself Talk to about it. watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not interested in it. I know uh, Jeff or Jaif, whatever she's calling herself this week, um, said that it was like a great movie, maybe an instant classic. But you she know, did not I don't say trust that. her opinion worth the shit. So <laughs> it's what it is. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I might check it out. I'm probably ninety percent sure that I'm not going to. Um, I haven't watched Loki in like four or five weeks. I've just yeah. been really busy doing my thing. You know, unfortunately. I respect that. All right, let's try it again. Rev, how's how's life? Um, yeah. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm using a different computer, so that's probably the reason. It's all good. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, damn. Did you watch uh Loki or Black Widow or? Uh, I watch Loki every week. I can I've started Black Widow. I can't say that I care enough to like finish it in one sitting. But, uh, I started it. it was cool for the first fifty-one minutes. With the red tabs, you know, there you go. Oh, man. Do, you, do you have headphones? <laughs> <laughs> you okay, okay, so if we're gonna talk about Black Widow, like, I this isn't like a, an observation that's specifically for Black Widow by itself, but it, it does apply. So if you think about all of the better uh, Marvel movies that have come out, like uh, Black Panther, uh, Captain America, Infinity War, um, I, I like the first Spider-Man. The things that makes those movies great and that separates them from the other ones is the villains. And, that, and this even applies to... Uh, other movies like uh, the 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 second Batman, whichever one had the Joker in it, when you can make the villain understandable, relatable, and make it to where you can understand their plight, then then I feel like it makes the movie better. Because if not, then you're just watching Superman movies, where it's just like some overpowered, boring person just fighting an evil guy who's evil for no reason. You need to have a villain or or an antagonist that. Uh, has a purpose, has a meaning. Like, I don't, and I, I guess at some point Rev could probably speak to this more than I can, but when it comes to writing and story and all that stuff, development, like, we're at an age where we don't want to see a guy kidnap a woman and put her on the train tracks for no reason. Like, why, why are you doing this? Oh, because I can. Let me troll my mustache because I'm an evil guy. I'm just going to, I'm going to kidnap this kid for no reason. Like, nobody wants to see that anymore. Like, we, we need our villains to be on par with the hero. You need, yeah, like, yeah, it's cool to have Black Panther, but you also need a Killmonger to be up there with him. You have uh, Captain America. You need to have Winter Soldier up there with him. You have the Avengers. You need to have Thanos up there. You need to have an understanding of what the villain's purpose is and why they are there. If they're just there because they're the bad guy, it doesn't work in movies, whether it be comic book movies or any other movies in general. Like you need to have a antagonist that matters, that has their own thinking, their own thoughts, anything, a purpose. And I'm not saying Black Widow is lacking in that area because I don't want to spoil anything, but that's just something I thought about when I was watching it. 
Okay, let's try now. Is this better? Perfect. There we go. Nice. Okay. I couldn't find my earphones for a second. Um, so I have not um, made it through enough of Black Widow to know what the villain is like, but I, I did spoil it a little bit for myself. Um, so I heard what they did with the villain, villain and I think it's kind of lame, but I do agree that um, Marvel has done an okay job, especially in the, the phases that included Thanos and like the buildup to Thanos, making Thanos a, like a formidable villain. I'm interested in what they're going to do, uh, who I'm going to assume is Kang the Conqueror, who's like the next big bad in the MCU. Um, but Taskmaster, at least this iteration of Taskmaster, wasn't enough for me to care. hasn't been enough for me to care so far, which is probably why I'm 51 minutes in and I'm just kind of like, mm. but also like I, I'm probably in the minority of people who I'm not really gung-ho on Black Widow as a character anyway, like. Spoiler alert, her death in Endgame didn't move me. <laughs> and I don't think much will be different without her. Um, so, I don't know. Black Widow, just in general, is kind of meh to me. Uh, hopefully they'll have a better villain or a good villain for Phase 4. Um, wondering who or what it'll be. So, uh, Hopefully. Because Kane the Conqueror is supposed to be in the next Ant-Man movie, which some people are mad that he could be being wasted in that. But the the big bad, I think it's gonna be Doctor Doom, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Because I know the uh, the Fantastic Four movie is supposed to be the the next version of Fantastic Four is supposed to be coming out. But hopefully, it's Doctor Doom. Is yeah. it in Phase Four though? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. The last, the last, uh, with the little little preview thing they did with all the uh, the rollout, the last little preview they showed was for the uh, Fantastic Four. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know if I care about Doctor Doom no more. Uh, <laughs> animal, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna have to really make me invested in Mr. Doom because right now I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I think it's because they've missed, and it's not Marvel Studios, they haven't had the Fantastic Four yet, but like there's been so many like mishandlings Watch. of the Fantastic Four yes. universe uh, to where I'm just like, do I still care? Yeah, because they're gonna they're gonna build up to it. I think that's gonna be the, the last uh, piece of Phase Four, possibly. But um, I, I, again, I, I wasn't one. I slandered Blackwood on the timeline continuously, um, but I watched it and it wasn't bad. Like I was a little bit critical of some of the scenes, but it was cool. It wasn't horrible. I mean, they had the camera all up in their ass, like at the very beginning. I yes. Was like, I was There's like, a full-blown Scarlett Johansson butt shot for a smooth five minutes. I'm like, I don't want to look at this man, this woman's behind. No, that's like, <laughs> well, yeah, because I was like, I was watching my wife. She was like, "Yo, like, why?" I was like, "Why did Cameron have app like?" It was so people, long. Unnecessary. What? I guess I don't know. <laughs> like, yo, that, it was a bit egregious. And it's funny because I think she even had an interview about them like sexualizing her character. She didn't like that, so like that. It's like. Well, the cameraman didn't get the memo because no, that that definitely was not her. <laughs> First, that was not her. She did not do that. I mean, she didn't see the editing. Like I'm like, yo, she didn't get to see this before. Without yes. that was a, that was a that was like a, a second unit shoot. Like the the second director came in and did that one. Okay. I need one shot of this. Yeah, That's just <laughs> just walk over here. We're gonna we're gonna get the uh, the. Uh, thought shit cameraman and he's gonna just follow you real quick let's just do that <laughs> yeah that was that was i was like all right i mean i guess i mean that's what we got to do but i mean it, it was cool i don't necessarily think that i think 
Taskmaster was kind of a more of a, well, I don't even know how to describe it, but I feel like it wasn't. It it's wasn't, hard. It's hard to talk about that character without spoiling the movie. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like I, I, don't I, think I, have was, some... I don't think that was the the the, the protagonist if that makes sense. I think that the the other character was more the other character and the area was more of the the bad guy of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Well, the the, the thing that I did appreciate about um like Bucky and, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the Captain America movies is like they kept all throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe they keep telling us about what Black Widow has done, what she used to be. She used to be this high level assassin. She, she used to do all this crazy stuff. She's got all this this blood in her ledger, and they never really explained that. At least with Bucky. As a character, they went back and they showed you, like, hey, this guy is a bad guy. Like, yeah, he was mind-controlled, but at the end of the day, he was a bad guy. People viewed what he did as bad, and no one is going... He he was irredeemable for the most part. There was never a moment in Black Widow where I was like, wow, Black Widow was really with the shits. And even the one time she was, like, she did do something questionable. We were just like, wow, she kind of went kind of far with that. There was no type of buildup. I didn't care about the person that she dealt with. There was no, there was no intensity. There was no, there was no feeling. There was no emotion. And then five minutes later, it was completely undone. So it didn't matter. So it's just like, so I, show me something. I think that has to do with Scarlett Johansson as an actress. Um, Scarlett Johansson is very like almost cold. Like she doesn't. I don't any Scarlett Johansson movie I've ever watched. She doesn't really emote well. Her voice is pretty flat, and her face kind of stays the same. So it's kind of hard to connect with her as an actress, and then Black Widow as a character because of Scarlett Johansson. And then I think they just write Black Widow very empty, like she doesn't have a lot of substance. That and that was the thing. Yeah. They, they should have. They should have shown. They keep. They brought up fucking Budapest or Budapest or whatever it is. <laughs> multiple times throughout all these movies start the movie there because the entire premise of her becoming avenger was they sent hawk like black widow was out here wiling out so hard that they're like hey uh hawkeye go out there and kill her we cannot have her out there doing whatever she's doing you need to go out there and kill her start the story right there or five minutes before that start the story where black widow is doing some wild shit where she is killing people that don't need to be killed or whatever. And now Hawkeye's coming into the picture and he's like, Hey, I got to put her down. And then something happens and she becomes somewhat redeemable and then something, but show me some, show me why you guys kept reminding me of what she used to be because you never really told me, like you never showed that to me. I, I don't care. I will say, hopefully this, this helps to smooth over some of my black widow uh, comments. I do think that they're about four years too late on a Black Widow movie. This should have been a sequel. Uh, I think if we would have seen a Black Widow movie maybe after Iron Man, I think two she showed up in, um, or somewhere around the first Avengers movie. No, no, I lied. Let's see her. Let's see a Black Widow movie after Iron Man 2, maybe right after The Winter Soldier. Um, I think that would have made this movie a little better because, like you said, we don't know enough about Natasha. We know about the Red Room, barely. We just we don't know enough about Natasha for anybody to like care. Um, I just I think they're too late. <laughs> I actually feel like this was the perfect time for them to do the movie because we've been on the sideline inside for so long 
that we wouldn't really care what we got from them. <laughs> so dropping a movie about a character nobody gives a shit about really makes sense during this time because it's like, you know, I had nothing better to do with my life. I've been trapped inside for six to 10 months or, or 12, 18 months. I don't know how long it's been. And it's like, you know what? I'll just flock to whatever they do because I haven't been able to go outside and do things in so long because I'm a fucking her hermit crab. So it was an excellent job of doing it. Perfect timing for it. Because without it, I mean, while everything was out and popping, it's a movie I would have avoided like the plague, like coronavirus, like. I had no interest in the in the character from day one. Um, Scarlett Johansson uh, or Johannesson, whatever her name is, kind of overrated as an actor actress. The the movie character isn't that good. I mean, it's it's not anything redeemable about her throughout the whole series. So it's kind of like to me, this is a perfect timing. You know, I wonder, do you guys think it's better than Captain Marvel? It sounds like. Oh yeah, uh, no, not at all. I actually no, like Captain Marvel. <laughs> I actually liked Captain Marvel. Like, I wouldn't say it's the best movie, uh, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But if you may be sitting in a room and I had to choose to watch Captain Marvel or Black Widow for... I'm so sorry, y'all. I had to go ahead and cut our mic off because that is slanderous. There's no way you like that sorry-ass movie. Bro, but continue. Captain Marvel is way better than this movie. Way better? Wow, that's Isn't a hot take. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't horrible. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, the beginning was kind of dark though. Like I was like, yo, this has mad child trafficking vibes at the beginning. I was like, damn, Disney, like this is what we doing now, like snatching up girls. And I was like, yo, this is kind of dark. But and maybe it's because I genuinely do not like Scarlett Johansson as an actress, and maybe that's a bit of a bias on my end. <laughs> wow, so we don't we don't support women of color. I see. That's no, crazy. I don't. I'm sorry, Asian black, community. Our I black don't. queen. I mean, our Asian queen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's, that's, that's upsetting. That's upsetting. But, um, yeah, I, I think it was decent. I mean, would I watch it again? I, I don't know. But it, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, it was, well, I didn't want to do the whole, ah, do I want to do it before? Do it. Uh, let me get my hot take off because I think I'm what gonna movie was Batman giving head in? Whoa, what? <laughs> yo, what? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I think I missed that one. Wowzers. <laughs> Actually, I think that was a comic. I think he's talking about the comic they were referencing with the uh, fucking Catwoman. But I didn't want to do this. I'm I'm have, I'm about to go here, but I don't I didn't want to pit our queens against each other, but this was definitely leaps and bounds better than fucking Wonder Woman. Fucking nineteen eighty four. Oh well, yeah. yeah. If you put me, I don't want to do the whole Marvel DC thing, but yeah, it was way better, way better. Another L for DC fans, but Jesus. All right. Um. So if y'all want, y'all can double back to the NBA, right? Because I, I think the Bucks are losing, or no, the Bucks are winning right now. Yeah, but, they're by like six or seven, I think. Yeah, so give us give us your takes on the because um, I talked about it earlier in the times to my rant last week about uh sensitive ass Atlanta sports fans, but the whole USA basketball uh situation, uh, with them losing to Nigeria, uh, a lot of fans are still you know letting Lloyd Pierce live rent free in their heads, um, and the whole Trey Young situation. They're saying that Trey Young would have helped them defeat Nigeria. Even though Trey Young wasn't healthy enough for them to beat the Bucks without Giannis, so 
I'd like to hear your takes on that. Uh, I'm a little bit behind on that, but honestly, I just I don't know if anything could have like really helped the USA. I just think that the U.S. team is so used to being like really good and leaps and yes, bounds ahead right. of everybody um, that they don't really try, and then they waited until the end to actually try, but it was too late. They had dug themselves into a hole. So I don't know if anybody could have anybody particularly could have helped them last night. Um, I think they'll be fine overall, but they they have to play like the rest of the world is good, or they'll suffer more <laughs> losses, losses like that. They have, to, they have to play like they're playing against other professionals. Right. And, I mean, I guess it's because, you know, these guys are friends or whatever, but they don't necessarily have chemistry as, like, players on one team. Um, and it just takes a while. And this has been a condensed – a very fast-paced but condensed season. Um, some of these guys may not be at 100% health. And also, again, when you play around for an entire game and you try to come back in the fourth um, – there's not really much you could do against a Nigeria team that's hungry to beat you and a Nigeria team that's good. Like, they're not, you know, somebody's high and school has, basketball team. And has NBA players on the roster. They right. have NBA so, players on that roster. You can't just pull up like, oh, we're about to play Nigeria and then expect, you know, to just blow them out by 30. So, I don't know. That's no disrespect to Trey Young. I'm sure Trey Young would have added something. I just don't know if he would have pushed him over the hump. Yeah, I mean the way they're attacking Damian Lillard on the on the offensive side, like Trey Young is a worse defender than Damian Lillard, so they would have ate his ass up too. So I mean, yeah, maybe he he improves their scoring, but Damian Lillard is just as good a scorer, if not better, than Trey Young. So I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if you really want a smaller point guard instead of, instead of Dame Lillard. Yeah, I, that logic to me again. But my lo- my thing was like he was too hurt to help them beat the Bucks, but he's not hard enough to help USA on essentially a, a better team beat a, I guess, a lower level team, if that makes sense. So I think it's just a culmination of like Trey Young being left out of things like continuously um, that make people just that this may have been just like the final straw because, you know, Trey Young's been left out of like, you know, NBA award conversations and or, you know, best point guard conversation. So, well, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> Yeah, that's a bit that's a bit much. That's, no, a, that's a bit much. He's definitely not that good. Like people are uh first of all, peace out. Thank you for joining us, uh gorgeous with the big ass. Um oh, so, I mean I don't know. I'm just kidding. She's cool. She's cool people, my bad. I'm I'm starting to kind of slowly get back to what made me who I am. So I apologize for the people that have seen me kind of metamorphosize to a weaker version or a lesser <laughs> version than the savage I've always been. I need to let you guys know that while I'm out here training my mind, I'm also getting myself back to being just raw and uncut. Like a like an eight ball in 66. I'm sorry, 74. But anyway, to Trey Young, I think Trey Young is a good player. I think in the playoffs, he's proven that he's probably going to be the next big thing. But, like, he's not better than Kyrie, like some people say. He's not better than Dame. I mean, it's, it's tears to this. He's not there yet. But as far as Team USA, I'm very disappointed that they lost to them freaking Eric. You know what? Oh, 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 
Those, those, get, that's get that, that nigga's feelings. I did not say that. Shout out to our African brothers no. and sisters. Get, get, get about it. <laughs> I love you because you black, okay? <laughs> you see what they did with Bam. Hey, man. Oh, that's no, one, bro. No, that is no, not. No, no, Team USA. No. Shout out to no. Shout out to the con. Team no. USA is always going to be better than Team Nigeria <laughs> or oh. Team Nigeria. We used to call them. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. That's what we used to call yeah. them. Please stop. Get this guy out of here. He's wild. Please. Shout out to Yvonne Orgy. Shout out to Damson Idris. Shout out to Don Boyega. Shout out to all the Nigerian kings and queens out there. Oh, my God. Oh, we're about to get canceled out of here. Man. Yeah, we're out of here. That's them Jeez. niggas. That is that nigga's thoughts. He does not reflect the group. And y'all want and y'all want my Twitter deleted. <laughs> Don't like it. And I can't stop it. It's just gonna keep going. <laughs> I, that does not reflect my thoughts oh. on the folks out in Africa. <laughs> Good God, man! Good I, God. You know, I. I did have a Nigerian landlord. He was kind of problematic, but I, I'm not going to, you know, hit this with this. Anywho, I don't know if you guys want to talk basketball, but I got to dip. I think I'm going to try to sneak in an episode of The Wicker before I uh, get song, on that. Song, song of the week. Uh, mm. Oh, uh, I was right, listening, know pick. I've been uh, listening to nothing but the Vince Staples Project by the one and only Vince Staples. Um, so I guess my homies. song, yes. my song of the week from that man. Uh, it's hard to pick, but I'm gonna say it's uh, "Take Me Home" featuring uh, Fauche. I think that's how you say her name. Um, so I really love that song. Shout out to Vince Staples. Um, if you ever decide that you want to uh, start a family, I am available. Shout out to our God fearing queens out here, ready to repopulate the earth with uh, young kings. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go, actually, maybe we should do a, a, you know what, Mr. Savage, I am disgusted in your behavior as of lately. I mean, it was egregious. It was It was not egregious. It's just telling the truth, but I apologize no, no, no. to you all. Are, are you, I mean, that's some, some big, uh, you know, 45 energy. Uh, so my song of the week is going to be uh, from the Vince Staples album, uh, mm-hmm, track number 10. Uh, really there's a couple of tracks I add to my playlist. Maybe we should probably do a deep dive next week on the album. Uh, it's it's pretty good. It's definitely in the runnings for me. California's holding it down right now with the album of the year uh, nominees for myself. Um, but yeah, you know I'm always down for the short album. Like that's my thing. Anything that's under 45 minutes, I'm all there for it. He's got a solid 22, 22 minutes in a, in a, in a second. I'm with it. It's cohesive. It's, it flows smooth. It's a little bit. The vibe is. Oh, why do you? Why are you showing us your coffee move? Uh, Shout out vibe, to Jeff Queen. Oh, coffee you know, <laughs> bro, I don't know what's wrong with this dude today. Excuse me. The, the, the vibe. Yeah. Kind of, the vibe is kind of. Uh, it's not upbeat. It's it's low key depressing. Talking about his his yeah. life. He, it's not like I, FM. Yeah, I, I I've never heard so many different terms for a gun on an album. <laughs> like the glamour, the hammer, the glick, <laughs> all uh, that. Yeah, man, the blower, the heat, all that shit. Um, but yeah, man, it's like yeah, man. I, I feel bad, man. He just wants to live his life. Man can't even go to the beach without his uh without without that thing on him. So 
Um, but oh, shout yeah. out to Bonnie D on the she's on the the, the opening track. Are you with that? And the and at the end, you hear that beautiful angel voice. That's Bonnie D. Make sure you go listen to Bonnie D. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go uh, three for three, and my song of the week is gonna be uh, Low Fade from the uh, Vince Staples project. That's mine. It's it's the one that's got a little bit of bounce to it, so I kind of rock with that one a little bit more. So, yeah, this is a good project. I like it. Vince Staples is one of the uh, better rappers out of the West Coast and in general. Like, I, I, I you could, you could, yeah, top 5,000 easily. You can <laughs> definitely make the case for that. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, for my song of the week, I'd like to uh, Some give ghetto a shout out to... <laughs> no, it's actually a very good song. So, Mr. Smith, LL Cool J, lounging. Like, I was listening to it earlier. It's got a real good vibe to it. Like, it's where we get songs like that. I actually uh, uh, text, uh, well, I ain't text him. I hit Marcus up on Twitter with a reply with the song verse to it or a little, you know, just a little quick bar to it. So that was a great song uh, from mine. I'm not a bigot, by the way. Oh, I'm actually a poet, a scholar, and a gentleman. And, you know, just in case you missed it again, this is Vanilla Bean Cream, uh, Edible Lube. You know, Jeff, definitely check it out. Uh, it sounds bad for the pH. I'm sorry, what'd you say? It sounds bad for the pH. I don't care. It tastes good. And that's Whoa. All. You know what? All right, man. This is KTF. You put it all over your girl's butt. No! Oh my God. Please, uh, if you haven't been offended, uh, please subscribe on YouTube. Drop a comment on Apple Podcasts. Share with your family and friends. This is a God fearing Christian podcast. Uh, and we out, man. I don't. I... We love you, Africa. Shout out to the black brothers and sisters across the water. Yes, we're. Yeah, we'll we'll get no, on. End it, end it. <laughs> no, don't end it yet. I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, Lauren Ashley. Uh, I would like. I seen you drinking autumn mimosas and stuff like that with that leopard print. Uh, I'd love to have you back on one day. You know, you were a cool person. Uh, shout out to everybody that always been rocking with us. Um, you know, we too legit to quit, so we out. Jeff, we I humbly apologize on the on the uh, behalf of our co-host. No, Jeff, your mouth has it's been pretty bad. I'm not going to go that far. You, you've got some problematic tweets out there. Your she pin sure tweet, is. Your, your pin tweet is has got a wild. And that tweet where you hacked my uh, my, my Twitter today was kind of kind of crazy. But anyways, shout out to y'all. Appreciate the love. We out. Peace. Every now and again, you might need a little extra mm, in your love life. Spice things up tonight by shopping at adamandeve.com with a vast array of toys, lingerie, and things to keep you coming. Don't forget to use KTSE at the checkout for free gifts to make your night just a little more spicy.